0: Welcome to Killer Women with your host, best-selling author, Danielle Girard. And now, Danielle's next Killer Woman. Welcome to Killer Women podcast, a proud member of the Authors on the Air global network with more than 4 million listeners. I am your host, suspense author, Danielle Girard, and my guest today is Jamie Lynn Hendrix. Jamie's debut novel, Finding Tessa, was called An Anxiety-Fueled Ride, rife with unexpected left turns by Publishers Weekly and won a Best of 2021 in the debut category from Suspense Magazine. It is also available in UK and Commonwealth under the title His Missing Wife. It could be anyone. Her second novel was described as riveting from its opening scene by best-selling author, Robin Harding. New York Times bestselling author Mary Kubica said, it starts with a bang and never lets up. Publishers Weekly said, Hendrix maxim- maximizes the suspense of her clue-style premise, smoothly manipulating and misdirecting readers. It is also available in the UK and Commonwealth under her husband's murder. I love that they always change your names. I know in the middle of your bio, oh, but it's like, it.
1: what? They, they said it resonates more with their audience over there, and you know they're the experts. So yeah, you got to, do-
0: you got to, yeah, you got to let it happen. Okay, yeah. her third, I didn't do it, which is what we're talking about today. Is due out five twenty three twenty three, which is a magical day because right, I also have a book out that day. So look for us on Vanessa Lilly's twas the night before book launch um, mm-hmm. on Instagram because we will be there. And a Kirkus starred review called it a furious riotous meta meta-romp, a dishy bomb for every aspiring author who's envied those established figures at mystery conventions. Liv Constance- Constantine says, wow, what a twist. Described by Samantha Bailey as a meta-mystery, a suspense, and a divine comedy all rolled into one brilliantly constructed novel. Samantha Downing says, it's a crackling, irresistible thriller, and it's so much fun. And it, Ashley Winstead adds, it doesn't get any better than this. It's official. All hail the queen of the page Turner." Jamie spent over 20 years in the printing industry before c- becoming an author and has re- recently moved from New Jersey to Florida with her husband and dog Cosmo. Yes, Cosmo. Sweet Cosmo. Much longer she lasts. <laughs> oh, don't say it. Yeah, you She's, she's, she's going to so. be great. Okay. Mm, we don't want to talk about Cosmo. We love Cosmo. So before we, I get into uh, of course, all the fun questions I want to ask, please tell our listeners about I didn't do it.
1: I Didn't Do It is a mystery that takes place at a Thriller Writers Convention, which is loosely based upon Thriller Fest, if anybody has heard of it or knows about it. Danielle and I um, have attended many Thriller Fests together. It's um, it's a really fun place for authors to gather together to, you know, attend panels, uh, see their agents, their editors, and... It's all kind of the Muhammad's Go to One Mountain type place. So it takes place in New York City every year. And this one is taking place at Murder Paliza And the industry darling, Kristen Bailey, is found stabbed to death in her hotel room by housekeeping. And then four other authors start getting targeted by an anonymous social media account and some random text messages, all suggesting maybe they're next. And then they start to find out that they all have secrets connected to Kristen Bailey. So at first, they band together to try to, you know, use their thriller Wileys and try to, you know, solve it together. And the more they, the more secrets that come out, the more distrustful they become of each other and everyone starts pointing fingers. And did any of them do it? And will any of them survive? It's so great
0: and I actually got a chance to read this ahead of time and and, and give it a blurb because it was so fun and I have to say in advance though nobody has died at a thriller fest but I feel like the stakes are a little higher this year. <laughs> I'm like no. oh god I'm like wondering if I should get a roommate instead of staying by myself. I'm a little scared Jamie. No one's allowed to die but it is super fun and uh, particularly kind of the, you know as an aside in the book is the insight into what it is like to be an author at one of these conferences, right? It's because it is kind of a, you know, we all it's, you know, we all spend 350 days a year by ourselves, you know, writing books. And then all of a sudden you get us all together and um, some pandemonium ensues for sure. So it's a fun insight to the book. So you are known for your incredible twists, And also I would say for your deeply we should call them flawed characters so tell us um what about those stories draw you what about the you know the people and and the the twisty turns
1: well as far as characters I I love a messy character because they're thrillers they're suspense they're, they're suspense they're normally about cheating backstabbing murder there's a bunch of bad things going on so I do not need a squeaky clean character it doesn't mean I'm going to root for a horrible character, but I kind of like reading about them. I think like May Cobb does it really well. She has really bad characters. Geneva Rose does it really well. I like, I like characters that are inherently flawed because people are. So, you know, why have a, a perfectly wonderful, happy, everything character? So I, I kind of like, I kind of like making them a, a little, you know secretive they've got stuff going on and I usually lean toward making one really really awful because it's so much fun to write
0: yes you do that really well and you're such a not awful human so it's like it's (laughs) funny to see you to read I always know I'm in a Jamie Lynn Hendricks book but I'm like oh my god what was she thinking you know (laughs) um but it's fun and I think you're right messy I mean and people are generally messy and that is really it's really really true and we're we, all of us have, you know, secrets that we really don't want to get out into the world and, mm-hmm. um, but inevitably sometimes, you know, they do anyway. So you're also a pantser. So tell yes. us how, how a story happens for you, how the idea comes and how you sort of, you know, watching it, it, it. <laughs> unfold. Yeah. Wing it. Exactly. Yeah. I wing it. Um, I like to, uh, like, I normally think of
1: a twist first. Uh, before I write a novel, I say, "Okay, I kind of want it to end this way," and then I'm like, "Okay," I then I start thinking about some of the characters, but I don't outline them and I don't outline how it's going to go because I do change plot along the way. I mean, offline, I'll tell you how I originally wanted this one to end. Um, <laughs> right, no I, I, yeah, I do. I do change plot sometimes because I think a lot of my nar- my novels are more character driven, mm-hmm. so once I start writing the novel and I start figuring out who the character is, sometimes they'll tell me, no, I don't want to do what you thought anymore. Like I- I'm going to go this way instead. Yeah. So and I, you're like, but I actually find that interesting because I feel like if I, if I outlined something and I said, no, I have to make it this way. I feel like that would stifle my creativity. Some yeah. people, Love it. And and man, I, I wish I could outline. It would make it, it would make the process go much faster for me, but I just can't do it. I'm, I'm jealous of those who can because it just doesn't work for me. I like kind of when things change along the way and my own characters and my own plot surprise me sometimes. And that's kind of fun, you know, then you're kind of living in your own thr- thriller novel yourself.
0: Yeah, and it, it's—I mean, you know that if it's surprising you, then it's going to surprise readers, right? I mean, that's sort of how I feel too. And I—I'm also wish I could be a plotter, and I'm not a plotter, so I totally get that. But you say you think it would be faster, but my Pete, you are a really fast writer, and I'm, I'm really yeah. kind of amazed at how fast you write a book. So tell us about like a typical workday for for you.
1: Oh God, recently not not so much. I'm not going to lie, I have. I mean, I finished a manuscript before this one um, and that we did not, well, that we were originally going to put on sub. I put this one on sub instead. I finished one manuscript after this that is going to be book four, which comes out in spring of 24. I have not written the end in almost two years. I have not finished a, and normally I write them eight, 10, 12 weeks tops.
0: Yeah. I had not
1: the end in almost two years, but I did have a lot going on. I mean, I was we were moving from New Jersey and then we yeah. got here and then we had to put the office together. And I I need to be in my own space. I can't just like we were sitting at the kitchen table. I was in bed writing and I like finally got the office together. This has been great. Uh, but then you know, just a whole bunch of other things yeah. are like going on in my life. So I try really, really hard to sit down every day and get my thousand words a day out, but I I don't. And I am guilty of not coming down here every day and doing the thing. And I I, I swear I, I talked to my husband about it. I was like, I've got to whip my my butt back into shape and like sit down in the chair and just start doing it and just get it done because I have one manuscript I'm a third of the way through and one that I'm about twenty thousand. So about a quarter of the way through. I gave up on one and then I'm about to give up, give up on the other and go back to the other one. And then I'm like, no, nah, maybe I'll see how this is going to go. But it's because I haven't, I haven't sat with it in my head every single day. So I steam I, on it. So I, yeah. I, need to, I need to get it back and I'm going to, I swear. I Of, I, course, I of course you will. Of course you will. I will finish something this summer. I promise.
0: It's, I mean, it's real life. Like, I mean, unfortunately for all of us, that happens. And and you are a right. really fast, you know, writer. So hopefully you're not being too too hard on yourself. Although it sounds like you probably are, which is another thing that we That's writers funny. do. Um, I mean. So so tell um tell the listeners what on sub means because I'm not sure everybody knows what that means.
1: Okay, so when you have um, a manuscript that is ready to be published, you know, like we all think all of our manuscripts are all ready to be published. Um, your agent will take it on sub, which means um, they go to all of the big editors at the big uh, the big publishing houses. So most of them, most of the big publishing houses will not take a manuscript unless it comes from an agent. So right. you have to have your agent put you on sub. So I am not on sub. I am still under contract with uh, Scarlet um, through my fourth book. And you know hopefully I have something to give them by the end of the summer, which is why I really have to, you know finish. <laughs> I have to finish something, um. But then you know we'll see if I stay with them or if I decide to go on sub. I'm I'm very very happy with my editor. I think she's one of the most wonderful people I've ever met in my life, and I think she's a great editor. So you know, fingers crossed, to see what happens there. But also big business. Yes,
0: <laughs> yeah. exactly. And basically, sub means on submission, right? They're, submi- yeah. they're They're submitting your books, but um, that is really exciting. And I mean, so tell me about this two book thing um you're not writing two books at once ever right you just started one abandoned yes. ship what okay okay
1: yes it's like reading I can't read two books at once either I have to finish a book or completely abandon it which I very rarely do yeah. um normally yeah. if I start something I'll 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 stick it out even if I don't enjoy it I just you know you got to finish a book I kind of feel uh, that way that... to
0: to know how it ends right I mean I kind of am yes. like how is yeah how is this book in a gonna yeah how's it going to salvage itself and sometimes it doesn't redeem
1: please redeem yourself yes Um, yes but yeah that's what I'm feeling with my own things that I'm writing I'm just like oh god please redeem yourself and you know and then I say it's not going to redeem itself so I, I don't and then I start something else and then I get really into it and then I stop again uh for whatever reason and I have to stop doing that because I really I really like them both I like the the twists in both of them I like how they're being laid out I just I don't want to say I've lost interest because that's not true I just I've lost focus I lost maybe the, like the focus that the, the yeah. of, of doing it and that's what I have to get back and that's it's probably just my own personal thing that I've got going on right now I'm just kind of not not in it right now, but I will get there. And then, you know, I'll probably flip a coin and be like, okay, finish this one. <laughs> but then I, mean, I have to go back and read the entire thing because I forgot. And then you're reading a third of a book and that's going to take a day. So, you know, it's got to do what you gotta yeah. do though.
0: <laughs> I mean, I kind of feel like um, it's actually, it's. I think for a lot of people who are, you know in in our position and and aspiring, you know aspiring to be writers or are writers, it's just it's just good to hear that life happens sometimes. And when it happens, there's not much you can do other than just be like, okay, well, this is where, you know, I need a break or something's not jiving or, you know, it's just life. So um, it happens. I would like to say
1: to um, every aspiring writer out there, I mean, I'm doing, I'm lucky enough, you know, my, I'm just lucky enough that I'm I'm able to do this as my job and and I do not have children. So the ones that are out there who are trying to do it, getting it done, full-time job, raising a family, I mean, kudos to you people, totally. you, guys, you guys are the ones, you guys yes. are the ones, and, you know, I, I hats off, you know, you will, you will get there because yeah. you have determination, yes. you can do that. you'll, you'll get it done.
0: Perseverance, and you, when I met you for the first time, um, I don't know if you had an agent yet even? No. no yeah, so have- you were just, um, and that's only been like it feels like it was just a second ago but it was pre-pandemic so I guess it was a little longer than a second ago but um it was, um, it was the uh,
1: 2019 Thriller Fest mm-hmm. which is funny because while we were all at the bar where I first met you that same night that's when I got the request from my agent for the full manuscript and I sent it to her the next day and I got the offer five days later so I think just being around everybody at Thriller it was Fest, manifesting and everything. You
0: manifested it. That's right. You manifest. Good for you. I love that. (laughs) Do you happen to remember the seed for, um, for this book? You know, what, what was the sort of initial, was it just the, I kind of remember you talking about wanting to write about, um, about a thriller writer conference, but do you remember how this started?
1: How I came up with it or. Yeah.
0: uh, Yeah. Where the idea came from. Yeah. I
1: just, I just thought it would be fun because it was, I think this one I wrote in summer of 21. So that was after we already had one um, thriller fest that was just all Zoom. And then the second one was about to be all Zoom. and I I think I missed being at a thriller conference because like I said, I did not have an agent nor a book deal, the, the, the last one I attended. And then the next one was on Zoom and then this one was gonna be on Zoom and I'm like, I want a thriller conference. So I think I just made that happen in my head because I just wanted it so bad. Totally. So I that one. I yeah, really I love that. I I love that. It.
0: And, you know, it's funny because one of the things that's fun about the book is that the characters all have this, these very sort of typical writer neuroses. Um, yes. So was it fun to write about, you know, world of writers and, you know, all the insane things that we actually think about? Yes, because as you know, like, you know, you, you, a lot of
1: people have their little cliques and their friends who they talk to all the time, who are their writer friends, Danielle, like who you talk to all the time. And like you said, we get, we, we, we know, you know, most of our writing neuroses because we talk about it to each other. And we talk to other authors about what our problems are, what our imposter syndrome is. And, and you know what, not for nothing, like we're, we're all pretty good writers. Okay. We all know what we're doing. We're all also very hard on ourselves all the time, which is why it's good to have, you know, your little section of like cheerleader friends. But what I did in this book was I made, I I wanted to kind of make it um, like bigger. Um, So, so I made like the, the, you know, the, the author who's kind of, you know, high on himself. I made him like so high on himself that like nobody could stand him. Right. And, um, and, you know, I made a, a an author who used to be big. And then he's just kind of, you know, kicking the can down the road now. And he's got his wife is like, well, I want to get a bigger place. And what are we going to do? And right. work on book and do something better. And I made the starry-eyed wannabe writer be a little bit crazy and a little, you know, too into everybody's life because she hasn't gotten there yet. And I right. Right. Uh, put her up a notch. And then I kind of just made a regular, like, mid-list writer who just... Yeah oh, she's up for the award. She's kind of 90% of writers out there, except I made her neuroses where she's just constantly editing herself and she doesn't trust herself. And it's just kind of like, I I just kind of expanded on, on, on how, how everybody really acts. I just kind of expanded on it. So don't think.
0: It's it's a little bit, right. Everything's a little exaggerated, but I (laughs) actually love her because she'll say something and then she'll be like, oh, I shouldn't have said that i should have said it this way like she literally is editing like every single thing that comes out of her mouth she would literally she would literally edit literally yes (laughs) she would be like i never should have said literally so um okay so and so let's talk about a a starred kirkus review tell our listeners like what a big freaking deal that is
1: okay i i know getting a starred review is a good thing um, but when I got the email from my editor, it was like all capital letters. It was like, Jamie, I'm so freaking proud of you. You got a star review from Kirkus. And I was like, Crankus? <laughs> you know, like, it was like, oh, and I'm like, okay. I'm like, wow, that's so great. Like, thank you for letting me know. And I was like, that's a good thing. I, I you hear you get a starred review. And then I looked up what like a starred review from Kirkus means. And like, wow, it was so flattering. <laughs> And you've made it. Like you got a starred review. Pop the, the the champagne. You've made it as an author. It's they're like they're rare like diamonds. And now I'm entered into this this prize for like a a, a Kirkus prize that they give out every year. And I'm I'm floored. I'm completely blown away because
0: so exciting.
1: You know it is. It's kind of like an author achievement unlocked. It it really is. Yeah, it's something I never I never pictured, especially because. The book is kind of like satirical almost like it's a thriller because it's suspenseful sure and it's it's you know page turny but but it's kind of satirical like I said I made everything bigger and more exaggerated than it had to be so I thought maybe it was just a little bit a, a little more on the funny side not on the Well, I mean,
0: I think that's one of the great things about it is you're sort of making fun of writers because I mean, everybody in your book is a little bit crazy and everybody at Thriller Fest is a little bit crazy. We don't necessarily see the crazy because we're not inside their heads, but it's, uh, I think it's so fun that you did that, that you, you know, took a, because you're kind of making fun of yourself too, right? I mean, you're making fun of all of us. So it's, um, it's super fun. And the book actually comes out like the week before yeah. right the yeah. week before so that is going to be super super fun too and and we'll do lots of toasting I hope you have had some champagne
1: yeah a little bit um I'm still kind of like I'm because I'm in I'm in Florida now so I was in I was in New Jersey for my past two book launches so um we had to find another you know I had to find a, a local indie who is hosting my my launch party and you know had to do everything kind of in Florida it was kind of like starting over now yeah so you know I'm, I'm you know i'm starting to make the push it's it's uh, what is it 5 weeks now 5 weeks it comes out so yeah you know i'm getting i'm getting to that spot where i have to start doing you know some publicity stuff and i got yeah. you know I did just another article for for crime reads which is hilarious because they're putting it out um the week of my pub date and it's called how not to get murdered at a thriller conference
0: that's awesome that's so it's awesome kind of,
1: that's also kind of making fun um because they wanted it to kind of tie into the book but uh of course so I handed that in and then I have got some more like publicity stuff going on and it's just kind of this last push before it happens then the champagne will come out and then I will go to sleep for a week and I know I was gonna to- say
0: <laughs> so it's interesting like I think one of the things we don't talk about very much on the show um is sort of all that is required of authors in terms of their own publicity and launch, you know, I mean, it's, you know, I think people think, oh, well, the publisher handles the book tour. And and they do, of course, for at a certain level, but not for everybody. And, right. um, and so much of it is kind of up to us, right? Yes.
1: Yes. So, and, you know, when, when you, if you want to give yourself a book tour, that's great. But man, you're the one paying for the, the flight, you're the one setting it up with your uh, with the actual bookstore you're the one hoping that they write back to you um, yeah a lot of stuff in there I and mean, that's why I'm I'm just staying local right now and then I'll you know I'll go to a couple of signings in in New York when I'm when I'm up there right and then I'm going um, back up to to New Jersey for the summer Um, for, for like a month in the summer I'll go to a couple of signings there I'll go see my my old indies said that, that held my launch party and all that um, yeah so they said I'm- they're gonna have some stuff for me see my old book clubs live so you know I'll I do my own stuff, but you know, you gotta do it yourself.
0: <laughs> and it takes, I and mean, that's just another huge job on top of, you know, okay. writing books and, and all that stuff. So it's it's definitely, a, it's a, it's not easy. It's a lot a lot required of us and um, as well as writing books. So, and like you said, those people that are doing it and raising children, which thankfully, you know you're not doing and I'm not doing anymore because mine are uh, launched which is, <laughs> it does make life so much easier. Um, so you mentioned um, the next book that you have that's already done it's done so can you yes. tell us a little bit about that that's coming out in 2024
1: yes um tentative title right now is called everyone is lying which when we uh we signed the contract back in i believe november of 22 it was called everyone is lying and then i think shari lapina just came out with one that's or is coming out like next month called everyone here is lying oh my so gosh so I think by the time we start working on content edits, which will probably be this, this summer, um, probably gonna request a a change in title. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, just because you know, she came out first, let her have it. <laughs>
0: um, I know.
1: But that is about uh, well, that's one of the thrillers that's you know, somebody did something bad in high school and it kind of comes back. Um so some these two best friends did something bad in high school. Never saw each other again after graduation, because it happened on the night at the party after graduation. And then, you know, one of them took off and went away. It was 20 years ago, 25 years ago, and she was never seen or heard from again. And then her adult daughter shows up um, back in Florida. This one takes place in Florida. And she knows that the best friend took off to New York, was never seen or heard from again. So then one day the adult daughter shows up, said, uh, my mother just died and I know that she was your best friend and I just found this letter that she wrote to you and never mailed
0: um explain this to me what the f went on and by the way who's my daddy (laughs) oh gosh right that is so interesting so I remember I read part of this one I don't know if I've read the whole thing but but I've read part of it early early
1: it was complete it's completely redone now it's not it's not by it's not it's not um narrated by Scarlet and Pepper. It's narrated by Scarlet and her adult daughter. It's completely yes. different than the one you read.
0: Yeah. Well I, I mean I remember that I just remember like as soon as you started talking about the premise, I remember the premise. And you do like come up with premises like you're wicked fast. So I um I totally remember that one. Well that's super exciting and I do love the everyone is lying. So yes. You have
1: to check, you you have out. It. I have to yeah. say this is my twistiest one. Because mm. it, it it's it's very twisty, and then you know it twists and you say, okay, well, what happened there? And then it's like, okay, but what really happened? And then you find out what really happened, and then it's like, okay, but did it really happen that way? And then when it didn't happen that way, it's like, but it didn't happen that way either. This oh one my really, god! There's a lot of a lot of twists up in, until the end. So we're I, gonna I like need this.
0: like a neck brace for this one because we're going to get like whiplash i love that well you i mean that is your that is your sweet spot and i think that's you know speaks to the kirkus review and it speaks to you know your your incredible success i mean you're really still like from somebody who's been you know publishing books since probably you were like in middle school it's um it really you've come a long way really fast so you you know Give yourself well, a little time to you breathe. Know,
1: five years of failure, you know, before I got an agent. So, but you know what? Anybody who's listening, who's trying, you're you're gonna fail probably for years. Um, yeah. But keep going. Just keep going. I mean, and I always yeah. say, every every book you see on a shelf at Barnes and Noble or in a bookstore is probably not the author's first manuscript, even if it's their debut novel. It's probably not their first manuscript. You have to take the lumps. Keep going.
0: You yeah, know. you can't quit. That's sort of the rule. You yeah. cannot quit. And um and you you know to be honest in a you know I guess I'm into this career for oh, 23 wow. years. <laughs> yeah, um 23. you know or 20, I guess 23 years from from my first publication so longer than that obviously and the years before where I also wrote books that, that never saw the light of day. Um you you're, you're going to get rejections um into the career too. I mean it really is not a straight trajectory at all oh, okay. but um it's a labor of love right I mean it is the thing that we and there's there's really no better job so it's worth sticking to it and and continuing to to fight for it so um (laughs) well this besties um with books out on 523 I didn't do it by Jamie Lee Hendrick Lynn Hendricks and I said compelling from page one and filled with one twisty turn after another I absolutely loved it that's me on and the back cover there. That's
1: on the arc, but your full, full blurb made my hardcover, which I wish I had right now so I could show everybody, but she said much more nice things about it. Thank you, Jamie.
0: I did. I said a million nice things about it because I there were a million nice things to say. It was so fun. So um, this has been Jamie Lynn Hendricks. Tell us where to find you on, on the worldwide Web and whatnot, social on media.
1: I am uh, I am a lazy author and I do not have a website because I just do not have the wherewithal to keep up with one. So I don't do that, but um, I am very active on Instagram. So come say hi. Uh, it's Jamie Lynn Hendricks author. And I am on Twitter at author JLH. And I have a Facebook page, which is Jamie Lynn Hendricks dash author and come say hi. Um, and I, ja- I love people so
0: and let's talk just so, for listeners Jamie is spelled and I used to mess this up all the time but I'm getting better Jamie is J-A-I-M-E so yes. you have to um, you have to be you know we have to be paying one one more 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 step of attention on that one because it's, no, and it's I, not the way I my brain and I didn't even want to
1: publish as Jamie Lynn Hendrix, but I did because Jamie Hendrix sounded too much like Jimmy Hendrix. Yeah. So so. So it does. Feel
0: free to just call me Jamie. I don't go by Jamie Lynn. That's so funny. Yeah. And I, I wonder if you if if you just published under Jimi Hendrix, you might get or Jamie Hendrix, you might get the wrong uh although he's an ex, right? Hendrix, isn't yes. he an ex? So Hendrix an but, I, ex, but I know just you're saying hearing it, it was just,
1: you know, the mind bender to me.
0: Totally. Absolutely. Well, this has been so much fun, Jamie. I'm super excited to see that. how the what the world makes of this. Um, particularly while we're at Thriller Fest, discussing who you know who we would put in the in each of those roles. I bet we can find some some folks we could assign to. Oh, right. um, I bet we could talk offline about every single one of them. <laughs> Actually, right. Exactly. We would never talk online about other people because that oh. would be just really rude. So, oh, um, well, is, yeah, but we're all friends. Everybody's friends. We, we are mostly all friends. We, we are mostly all friends and we are, I think it's an incredibly supportive community, even when you're sort of like, stop being such a pain in the ass, right? Yeah, exactly. I've
1: never, I've never seen a line of work where everybody wants everybody else to succeed as much as authors do. It's absolutely amazing and humbling and, and and sweet and, and lovely. It's a great, great, great community
0: it really is such a magical place. So, um, okay. So today, thank you for joining us on Killer Women. This has been Jamie Lynn Hendricks, and we will see you next time. Bye. Thank you. Bye-bye.